guys, welcome to another episode of the Ryan and Super Strong Podcast. This is episode 180, this week with my dear friend Robert Rothko. Robert has been on episodes uh, 3 and 68 of this podcast, so he was very, very early on in the, in the podcast legend. Hey Rupert, Rupert just ran in, very happy as usual. Um, he's yeah. So Robert was on you know the podcast very early on, and then when I st- I took a year off, and when I started, he was the first you know guest. It was like a team guest episode. It was a it was a big party. We did some live music, and I was very bad at producing at that time. <laughs> but it was it was me getting started on on the podcast as it is now, and then we're at 180 episodes in now. So triple triple what he was on last time, and since then it's been a long time. And he's been through a lot. He got married, moved to Australia, and you're going to hear all about that while, you know, all in the middle of just me and my dear friend just catching up and having a good old time. So I'm really excited for you to get to this episode, and I think you're going to enjoy it highly. Highly enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, oops, I'll turn my uh, my phone on silent there. Getting texts from the lovely Lori Pasqualino. <laughs> um, anyway, I hope you guys are having a great week. If you want to come see a show this week, I'm playing at Hive and Honey on Thursday the 12th with Zach Churchill. And the rest is all show choir competitions. And I'm doing a bluegrass gig with Zach on in Carlsbad uh, from 2 to 4 on Sunday the 15th as well, actually. So that'll be fun. We're playing bluegrass music. Very different than our normal setup, but we're doing the full band thing, and it's going to be fun down in Carlsbad so if you are down there you come and see that you know come hang out there's an outdoor gig you'll see uh, you'll see all the information on Instagram at Ninja Knutson if you have any interest in doing that anyways uh, let's get to this dang episode I love my buddy Robert and you're gonna love him too and the cool thing is this time he shares some music I'm really excited about that oh I almost forgot to mention that we do share um, the fact that we did a session a recording session the night before we recorded this episode and none of those tunes that we did that night uh, are ready yet, but that was a really fun blast of a session. There's Kristen Olsen, past guest, Eddie Haddad, past guest, who's been on recently and will be on soon again, I think. Uh, who else? Norchet Ree was there. There were some future guests who I won't spoil that were there. That was, it was just a big reunion, a big fun reunion of people. Uh, Sergio Sanchez. Yeah, it was just fun. We did a big session on the Sunday night before we recorded this episode, and we just recorded some tracks. They're not ready to be heard, but... Robert wanted me to let you know that um, the one, the first tune that we did is called Coffee, and he's releasing that on Earth Day on April 22nd. So keep your ears out for that, and then there's another tune that will come out after that one called I Can't Wait, um, that actually we share the acoustic version version of that tune on this very episode. So you'll get a little taste of what that's like, and then you'll you know down the line you'll be able to hear a full band version. I'm sure I'll hype those when they come out as well. Anyway, I think that's all. I think that's all of the stuff I need to get to right now for the intro. So... Let's move on. You know, let's get you to the show. Let's get you to the freaking show, okay? So get comfortable. I want you to be comfortable, as usual. Very relaxed. I don't want you to be stressed out. You know, just take a nice deep breath in. Hold it. Hold it. And then let it out. (laughs) Oh, did that relax you? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I hope it did. And I hope you're ready for this great episode. I hope you have a loved one nearby or a loving animal, you know, an animal friend, whether that be dog and cat who get most of my attention these days on the, on the podcast. But also maybe you're a reptile guy. Maybe you're a fish lady. Maybe you got a hamster, gerbil, guinea pig, hedgehog. I don't care. Whatever you got. I hope that you love it and cuddle it and it loves you back. You know what I'm saying? Uh, don't cuddle a fish. Anyways, uh... <laughs> Sit back, relax, and enjoy the freaking 
Hey, hey, welcome to the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. This is Ryan Knudsen and I am, you guessed it, super strong. Today's strength level is the Game Changer. Now, Game Changers is a title of a documentary, which I have not yet seen, but about some of the strongest people on earth and how they're uh, vegans and, you know, and uh, strong as ox. These type of things. We talked about this last night with my guest. And my guest is also someone who is strong as an ox. He's a game changer in his own right. He was on episode three of the Rhino Super Strong podcast as a man named Steven Rothkoff. And he's changed the game so much that now <laughs> he's an episode in the late hundreds, 170 something, I would assume. I can't, I, I'm not sure when at this point when we're recording it, what number it will be. But come as a new man. This is my wonderful friend, Robert Rothko. Hey. How's it going? Uh, but yeah, man, <laughs> thanks for coming on the show, dude. Thank you so much for having me. It is a uh, it is a, a pleasure and a rare privilege to be back on your podcast. Uh, all the way back from episode three, as you said. Uh, great to be in town and great to be hanging with you. Yeah, man. Um, basically, you know, we have so much to do. We want to catch up and all that stuff. But a big regret that i have about basically the first like 66 episodes i did uh was that i had all these badasses on the show and we didn't show any music at that time and there's several reasons for that most annoying so (laughs) we'll get into them (laughs) but but uh but now uh i'm sharing people's music and so i think what we should do before we get into any of the other stuff is to make up for lost time let's start sharing some music so people can hear what you do yeah. You feel good about that? Let's do it. Cool. So you said uh, the first track you were thinking about sharing was a track called Down Under. I think it's fitting. Yeah. You know? uh, considering I, I moved to Australia and I'm now living in Melbourne. And that, um, you made that move like, two was it two years ago now? It, just over two years. Man, been two crazy. years in October. So Yeah. Yeah. You met a lovely woman here in, in LA. That's it? Yep. It's from Australia. A Melbourneian. Melburnian. And then uh and then you guys moved moved there, recently got married. Yes. And now you have the song called Down Under. <laughs> and now I've got this song called Down Under to just sort of uh Yeah. Commemorate that uh that um crazy transition in my life. Yeah. That's awesome, man. And I believe um it's a song that you actually uh you played with me before, Ryan. If memory Ooh. serves serves correct. I think when we were doing um, sort of a farewell LA show um, when we uh, at Hotel Cafe. I believe that's right. It was. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and we did some tunes, and I, I believe this is one of the ones you you jammed out with me. Boom. Memory serves. That's right, man. Yeah, I do remember. That was a fun show. I love the old Hotel Cafe. It's a good spot. Yeah, man. All right. Well, then here is Robert Rothkoff with Down Under. <laughs> Take cover 
by in bed from a man in Brussels. He was six foot four and full of muscles. I said, Do you speak my language? And he just smiled and he gave me a Vegemite sandwich. And he said to me, He said, I come from a land down under. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we just flow in Minchander. Can't you hear, can't you hear the thunder, thunder? You better run, you better take cover. sharing that music with me oh, rupert pleasure. the listening audience <laughs> <laughs> yeah rupert liked it i can tell yeah he loves it he loves music he loves australia and he loves being pat by you right now yeah, uh, yeah listener rupert is here i should have said that earlier i normally introduce him as well but oh <laughs> uh, but dude yeah so man i'm so happy you're here uh we need to get into some of the questions you know that we normally ask and, and the first yeah. question that everyone always gets uh, is is who are you and what are you doing here? However, you've already been on the show. People know you. You know you're one of my old friends. You know we people if they, if people really want to know those things, they can go back to episode three and check it out. Yeah. Although the you know back then we're missing all the fun stuff that we do now, but it's still it's it's in history. Well, Ryan, frozen in time. You as well are are changing the game and uh <laughs> elevating uh you know, pioneering and developing and you know, it's uh as you said, we're both game changers. That's right, man. Well, that was 2015, I believe, when we recorded that episode. So, or yeah, 2015, I believe. And um that what I will ask you since we already have those questions kind of on lock. <laughs> do you feel like you're a different man today than you were when we recorded that episode so long ago now? Yeah, I think so. Um, 
I'll certainly say that a lot has happened in the past few years for me. I mean, first of all, moving to another country and, yeah. um, you know, getting married. Huge. Um, Becoming a dog dad. Becoming a dog dad. That's right. Yeah. I have two uh, beautiful uh, terriers um, They uh, that terrorize our neighborhood and feel the need to, to yap at everyone and um, everything that, that goes by. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I do feel very different feel like i've grown a lot it's always um it's just interesting to to live somewhere other than the u.s and never in a million years did i ever think i would be doing that yeah and um i guess it just sort of uh as they say about travel and um different life experiences it just gives you another perspective and it's uh it's fascinating so yeah i would say definitely changed um um hopefully for the better but certainly um i hope i can say widen my perspective a little bit yeah totally man i would, I would assume so man that's uh, what's is there a huge difference to living in australia from from where you're comfortable here in the states that you miss is there something that drives you insane <laughs> <laughs> well you did a few things there that was nice but uh, you mentioned drive and um oh yeah I, I guess i would say uh driving was was one of the things that was most difficult to get used to yeah um you know for those of you who've never been to australia um so the cars are reversed mm-hmm. so you've got the the driver is on the right side of the car and then yeah. you're driving on the left side of the road. Yeah. So that, that's a bit weird to get used to. And you do the, you know, the dance where you get in the car and then you, oh, you got in the wrong side. So you get out and you see if anybody's looking and then you just walk around and you pretend like, you know, you're not an idiot. Mm-hmm. And, um, the other thing too is the, ah, the, the speed limit is so much slower, at yeah. least in Melbourne than it is in LA. Mm-hmm. And I got, um, quite a few tickets starting out there. Oh really? Uh, oh yeah. Because, and then you know what, <laughs> B- driving back in LA now that I'm, I'm back here, I'm just, I'm driving like an old man. I noticed you know? that. I noticed that last night I was like, I was like, I was yeah. like really? <laughs> Sorry, I almost go Steven. <laughs> Robert is, is driving super slow. I, yeah. Uh, I was it, like, geez, it, I can't, you know, but it. Because you and Sergio left the studio before I did. And then like, and, and then, and I was in my car texting for a second. And then I, then, and I couldn't see you guys when I pulled out. And then I just like zipped past you. And it's like, yeah, you know, yeah, I was just like, yeah. what is he doing? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a bit of uh you know, driver's whiplash to, to go there. And you see now, of course, now that I'm, I'm starting to get used to now driving in LA, yeah. I'll probably go back there and get a few more tickets. Yeah, exactly. You know? Get a ticket. I try right to away. reacclimate, you know, Add back, to the trip so. cost. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's, um, that's a change, but you know, I was actually struck more, um, with the similarities between the two yeah. and, um, it, it's, there are yeah and there's a bunch of little things i would say right there's a bunch of little things that you may not even notice right away but as you live there you just you you um uncover over time yeah you know but it's um do you miss food here like is that some is that like the the common thing that you start to miss the type of food no, actually. Really? No. That would be what um, you'd really go crazy about. One would think, but the food in Melbourne is so phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and, and the produce there is so fresh that um, I really don't, to That's be honest. Awesome. I mean, certainly there are some some things. I mean, 
there there are some things that are just difficult to get there. Yeah, uh, Fritos, for instance. Mm. Like I couldn't get Fritos anywhere. And you're a Frito man. I love Fritos. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they're my favorite chip, but I'd say they're top five for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I had my dad mailed me a, a bag of Fritos, unbeknownst to me. I oh, didn't that's ask awesome. him. I just mentioned it in passing, and then he just mailed me some. So that was that was cool. And of course, I shared them with my wife, and she's like, "Oh, these taste like cardboard," you know, but. I mean, you taste like cardboard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like what you know. <laughs> Shut up. I mean, that's you know that, and that was probably the first real big fight in our marriage. You know. Yeah, that um, sounds like a <laughs> sounds like a real barn burner. That would uh, yeah, that that cause some problems. But you know, to be honest, I mean, the the food there is so nice. Um, there haven't been a whole lot of things that I've that I've really missed food wise. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. What about friendship? How has it developed? No, not, a, not at all. <laughs> no, that, that's, I have not uh, missed a friend. I've moved on quite quickly. That's what we and, kept on uh, saying at the studio last night. I was just like, oh, I've heard the friends are way better down under too. Isn't that right? <laughs> no, but uh, well, but, that is that is the one. That, of course, as you might expect. I mean, friends and family is exactly. Is, yeah. I mean, that's the by far and above the big thing that I miss. It's just all my all the people that I love over here in the states that. Unfortunately, I don't get to see as much, you know, yeah. and and talking as well is is trickier too because of the time difference and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, um, but yeah, speaking of of friendships, uh, you know, um, we had a pretty fantastic opportunity. We, we were discussing late last night as we yeah. sat in the diner and we're eating some food and thinking, what a cool experience because we did a uh, a recording session and um, got together a bunch of old friends, really really badass musicians, some of whom I'm sure, if not all, have probably been on the on yeah, the podcast many many yeah stage. past guests Nor Chetri, past guest Eddie yep. Haddad, yeah, pa- who else was there? Um, past guest uh, Kristen Olson, uh-huh. uh, and then also a couple of people who I won't name because they're gonna come on the show Ooh. soon. So probably in the next few weeks, I would assume at this point, we're recording this in December. Mm-hmm. Um, all of January and February are already slotted with guests, and so this will be March, and then who know, maybe May, March. What's coming? What happens after March? April. April. <laughs> <laughs> I, say, I almost skipped right to June for some reason. <laughs> well, that is after March. <laughs> I think I'm in a perpetual state of wanting this year to go by a little bit quicker. <laughs> um, but but that that's neither here nor there. That that being said, um, yeah, a, a bunch of bunch of awesome people in the studio last night. It was awesome. And then Sergio, oh Sergio Sanchez yep. as well. I didn't yep. mention him. Yeah. Yep. So that so it was Sergio and you and I went out to the diner afterwards. Yeah. At about two a.m. Yeah. It was as awesome. musicians do when yeah. you you finish a gig or a a session or something you know late and uh, yeah but it was it was really a um, a really fantastic time and I think you said as well just a uh, just a, sort of a, a crazy magical moment when you you know you're you're with all all those friends and people that you haven't you know hung out with in in um, quite some time and then all of a sudden you're surrounded by them you're having a great time you're sharing the Jack Daniels and you think yeah. wow. How cool that uh, you know this is. We've got to experience this again and make some awesome music and totally. just you know have a great time. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, what about your accent? You know, um, you know what I mean. Your accent. My accent. Yeah. What my, about it? my Midwest <laughs> accent? Yeah, because I mean the Australian accent is so you know so so big and known. Everyone, yeah. it's it's one yeah. of the large accents of the world. I would yep. say. Yep. So when you're there, do people comment on your accent? They do. Although not as much as you as you might think. 
Um, They're just cool about it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just sort typically of typically cooler than Americans in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think they probably are used to the American accent so much, just because yeah, of television yeah. and film sure, and sure, other things yeah. too. But it is strange, um, you know. The accents, it's a weird thing, right? Mm-hmm. I, I've i had people tell me that my American accent is very mild. You yeah. Know, whatever yeah. that means. And I, okay. I suppose Midwest is supposed to be one of the more neutral accents, I, exactly. I think. Yeah, um, no, totally. And uh, then other people have said, oh, it's really strong. And, you know, everyone sort of has a different perception. And then the funny thing, too, is that um, there are some people from America who have moved to Australia. And they may have lived there for just a couple years. And they have some weird hybrid, like Australian, American. They're like, gee. They take it on. They take it on. That's, and yeah. then others, uh, Americans who have moved and they've lived there for like 20 years. And they sound you know, no different. Yeah, just like yeah, an American. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. I don't know. I suppose part of it is um, just you maybe wanting to adapt the accent. But I will say there are there are a few phrases and, and, and words that I have adapted into yeah, my and vocabulary. Yeah, that's, that's not surprising at all. I mean, because like, you just hear it so much. You hear then, it so much, Especially yeah. if it's like new terms that you didn't used to use. Yeah. Like you, you, you were, I noticed you were saying reckon a lot. I do say reckon. That's probably my favorite Aussie word. And you even say it a little bit different. I mean, like then I would assume you would say reckon just from hearing it, I think. Probably, like, yeah. That's but, true. You know, so so <laughs> I, I think that you've taken that on. Yep, I have. That what are some wrong. other things that you use? Tim Tams? <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, Tim Tam, you know, is showing the wide breadth of my Australian knowledge. Yep, yep. Um, Chocolate cookies? Kangaroo, uh, (laughs) boomerang. (laughs) No, but yeah, what are some other, are there funny things that you can talk about, like, Uh, that are funny to learn? uh, You know, I guess I would say, you know, you don't hear crikey, you know, which is a bit disappointing. That's not, you know, there's some things... You think, oh, Australians are just drinking Foster's beer and saying crikey and, you know. Right, right. And uh, apparently they don't drink Foster's beer. Yeah. They don't really say crikey. No. Uh, one of the ones that I, I picked up is, they, well, no worries is a very, very common phrase. But then again, people say that in the U.S. True, you know? true. Uh, I, the other one I've really picked up, I'd say, is uh, that's it. Mm. As in... Um, yeah, give me an example. So if you were like, oh, so like you were you were um, out last night because you were recording. Ah, yeah, that's it. Uh, okay. Sort of like a confirmation kind of thing. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it is sort of weird. It's funny to think about what phrases you adapt when you go. You probably don't even realize it. Don't even, for the yeah. most part. You know? I don't really. And a lot you of just times, hear I don't... things and you just start repeating back. Well, you know, I was talking it's called to monkey see monkey do. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You know, <laughs> well, you know, just changing the game yet again. You yeah, know? exactly. Man. Uh, I was talking to a friend the other day and uh, since i've been back here and uh this friend had actually lived in melbourne for maybe like a six months or a year or something like that yeah and uh he said yeah i noticed a bit of the um not so much the accent but a bit of the cadence and the the flow and how you talk and stuff so sure it's 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 fascinating it's fascinating to think about diction and um all that kind of stuff. And, well, and you studied diction as a I, degree. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, like I studied, <laughs> I took like four different diction classes in different languages. Yeah. So I'm probably more, um, you know, think about it more than, you know, you probably the average should. Bear. Yeah, sure. anyone would care. But yeah, anyway, it's uh, it's, a, it's an interesting thing. That's interesting. And, now, and since since you've been to Australia, you've also, now you're a vegetarian or pescatarian at this point? Yes, yes, pescatarian. Form pescatarian. Pescatarian, yeah. That's, that's been a... Uh, uh, well, you know what? I was going to say it'd be a, it's a difficult change, but right. it really hasn't been nearly as difficult as I would have thought. Yeah. And um, 
because I mean, I was a huge meat eater, loved meat. I mean, my favorite food was just a nice, you know, like rare steak. You right. Know? Yeah. Uh, so going from that to, uh, and I still eat fish and I still eat seafood, but, um, but the crazy thing is, is there's so many alternatives out there now yeah. that are really good. Yeah. You totally. get like, you know, like a Beyond Burger or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I was just, I was really a non-believer. I'm like, this is just not yeah, going to taste good. Baloney. Like, no way, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I tried, I'm like, you know, it's actually like, it's not bad. Yeah. You, know? you don't really, I, I, at least for me, you don't, I didn't really miss it. Yeah. You know? But a burger's got so many other flavors on it, you know, that kind of mm. like, like if it was a Beyond Steak, I, I don't know. That yeah, I don't be, know about the Beyond that'd Steak. Be harder to, that'd yeah. be harder to pull off. That is going to be tricky. <laughs> Because that's such a texture thing, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's 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 uh, that Beyond Burger meat when you when you like ground it or like make it in like taco meat or something. Like that, that's it's hard to tell. Any it's difference. much easier when it's ground as yeah. opposed to apparently it's it's much more difficult to mimic the um like the as you said the texture the taste. texture of a piece of actual Just, meat exactly yeah. yeah very interesting I, and that and that's huge for you know if, if you're brought up on meat and then you're like tasting a weird texture your your brain goes like this is not right don't no. eat it no don't eat it something wrong with this meat yeah because you're an animal yeah. you're a filthy animal <laughs> filthy filthy animal <laughs> oh man um so we're uh we're coming right off of the nam circuit did you ever go mm-hmm. to nam before i did yeah the, yeah with all of february will have been nam conversations but you're gonna miss nam this year i'm assuming right Am I gonna miss it? Yeah, yeah, yeah I won't be. So you won't be that, there. Um, but you, but the listeners, you're gonna meet all kinds of mutual friends of ours. And you know, Eddie Haddad is one of our closest friends. Who? <laughs> Never heard of him. <laughs> and he, uh, we did that episode. Uh, I can't. Remember, it was like 67 or 68. I can't remember where we did some songs live here in the studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was really fun. Uh, the funny thing about that was that that was like my first time trying to produce anything. You know, like I, I, I was just like, I got all this stuff. Steven's about to leave for Australia. Let's just try to like play some tunes really yep, quick. You know? yep, yep. So uh, I haven't listened back to that because I'm, sh- I'm I most assuredly will be embarrassed for how it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> well, my you fault know what? of being bad at recording. Let me take an opportunity here to just say how, as you know, an early podcaster on your show sure um just how impressed since since the the theme is game changers yeah um how impressed i am with how you've developed with your podcast oh thanks and i've seen you take on more and more elements from the very beginning where you were working with you had a team you were working with other people and stuff yeah yeah how you've just sort of learned and and added you know more and more skills to your skill set sure you know as if you weren't talented enough already you know hey i have to i'm you know this is brushing up against compliment territory (laughs) And you know, there's a time and place for that. Oh, in okay. show. Compliment corner, <laughs> exactly. if I remember correctly. That's all right. All right. So, that's all right. I'll so, wait till we go so, the so, how dare you? How dare you compliment me? And we could save that for later. I can't. When it's wait. appropriate, okay. When it's appropriate, I can only. Uh, it really. There's. I, I say this as a joke, but it's really kind of become true. Is that I really only prefer compliments in the corner. Oh well, that's that's fair. That's fair. Oh man. Uh, no. So hey. I think you know we're we're catching up. I'm having a delightful time looking into your eyes. Uh, the listener must know what they're missing out on. <laughs> <laughs> a true treat, a true treat well, for me, you, my I. friend. Thank you. Well, now I'm complimenting. Pleasures, see, pleasures see you got mine. me started, so now now I'm breaking. Yeah, yeah, too. that's yeah. See, that's, come on I now. still blame you for that. But, <laughs> um, no, that's awesome. So, oh, oh, I was gonna just ask about Eddie Haddad, um, because he has been on several episodes. He was on that episode. I think it was 67, mm. maybe 68. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um. He was on that episode. He was also on an episode with Varna, that band mm-hmm. that he used to be in a long time ago. 
but I've never, I haven't yet featured him on the show, just him, you oh. know? So are there any questions that you would like me to ask Eddie when he gets featured that could potentially, you know, he'll have to be honest. I make you guys swear on a Bible before we start the podcast. Let's so see. are there some questions that could ruin his reputation when he's under oath on my show? I think, let's see, what, what could I say about Eddie? Well, you should, I'll tell you what, you should ask him about uh, his relationship with a guitar builder, um, I believe Ian Anderson. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And um, there was uh, an auction um, oh, yeah. that he was telling me about, and you should chat with that's him about that's, yeah, a good, that's, that's a good story. Yeah, that's a great one for the listener to hear. That's a good story with uh, Steely Dan. Um, yeah. And uh, some of the guitars that were being auctioned off, and that whole thing—that w- that would be a good one. Um, I, I, I'd be curious to know. You know, I mean, the the Eddie that I remember was passing out at like eight thirty p.m. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. um, and passing out anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> on a rock. Shoes on, shoes off. You know, whatever. Yeah. And uh, he was up last night until like what? one in the morning like, yeah what, what's going on there i think you there know? was some adrenaline energy well, what's he taking now some fun like, just he, some uh, fun energy you know, last night i think all, okay yeah but but no, but you're I, I wonder if he's still doing that that's a good question I, i'd be curious to know if his sleep pattern is is still the same i have a lot of pictures of him asleep as, as do i <laughs> as do I. I have pictures of him guitar my guitar in his hand yeah. <laughs> when we're in the middle of a practice or a rehearsal or something yeah. and then he's just he's passed out and mm-hmm. i've i've had to just stop and snap some photos yeah. and <laughs> maybe a couple doodles you know whatever i mean you know it's all fair play okay well i'll talk to him about these subjects talk to him about that oh you, you know and then of course i mean he's got a lot of changes coming up himself i mean yeah. re- also recently a married man recently a married man um getting ready to make some uh, some moves some moves across and the country game you know, changing and, if you will um so he'll be he'll be game changing as well that's right um you know what I'll, let me i'll i'll let that marinate if i think of anything else i want to add to that then uh yeah send me a voice memo yeah <laughs> and i'll have you ask him yourself perfect exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> on this show live all right man well um hey so let's i think what we should do now is share another track you know, because it's about time to go into segments and games. And all that I think that stuff. sounds like an insane idea. Insanely good or insanely bad? Insanely be honest. good. Okay. Good. <laughs> you said you wanted to... Oh, that's how I see what you did. <laughs> I didn't even catch that because I'm dumb. Uh, this next track you wanted to share is called... Insane. That's right. <laughs> so do you see how Robert tried to you know, lay down I, a nice joke? I tried to give you and one I there. And I just steamrolled it, it by not yeah, understanding yeah, it. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> well, in my defense, last night someone said "asshole" as a joke and and uh, as the punchline of a joke, or like, and and you didn't get that. I you did. Like, you're no. like, you're like, I don't get Should it. What we do you tell mean? the tell the joke? It was. It's actually pretty funny. I think it's worth telling. <laughs> I don't even remember the whole thing, but well, it was just basically like, you get. What to, do you call someone when they're? What, wait, 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 what, what it was? It? Well, you get a bunch of musicians together, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And we're all just you know. Oh, the shit, talking right, about yeah. stuff and just and i think the topic came up oh don't you you're playing a gig and don't you just hate it when someone you know comes over and start you know and all these things that happen talking to you during tunes to you while you're at a gig yeah and in this taking case tips back you know or so you know, <laughs> or trying to i guess I should say. <laughs> or picking up the tambourine you know yeah, and just yeah. uh um anyway but yeah this on particular one yeah when they're trying to when someone's actually trying to has this happened to you mm-hmm. when you're actually playing and someone 
you know, it's almost like, you know, if you're like at the gym yeah. and you're doing like a really like difficult rep or something like that. And someone comes in and they're like, Hey man, just wondering if maybe I, and you're just like, what? Yeah. Like, can I get in there next? Socially, and you're, and you're, you're like, like Dude, can you not wait until I finish <laughs> yeah. like the rep or the song? But yeah, you're yeah, like yeah, trying yeah. to play, you're concentrating, you're like in the zone and then someone comes over and they just stand right up next to you with, yeah. their, with their beer breath, you know? And they're just like, Hey, can you know what? What do you ever think about? Do you guys know any of this? Or I, you know, I'll play guitar too. And they know? also want the song. Like it's like just from listening to you, it's like you kind of know what kind of songs and people you might be playing that evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's always like Stone Temple Pilots, or and you're like, what? Why? why? Yeah, that's, that's what are you doing? It's not even. A, and it's sort of like like now, like oh 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 okay, let me just stop the song that like mid song and yeah. just bust into you know Stone Temple yeah. Pilots. Anyway, so when someone's trying to ask you questions, and I think the the question was, what do you call one of those people? Mm-hmm. And the answer was, asshole, asshole. Yeah, and we all started laughing. And I didn't get it, of course. <laughs> yeah. And you were like, no, I don't get it. What's that? Yeah. And we were like, come on, man. Because asshole actually is a term. And then it you got it. It is a real thing in Australia. Is it really? Yeah. What is it? An asshole is basically, um, so you know those, um, um, like those tiny little um, swords that you put in like cocktail drinks? That's you know, a, is that, are you serious? Yeah. That's a term it's for a, those? It's an asshole. Because you're actually, if you think about it, you're puncturing the olives or the fruit okay. or whatever, and you're putting there and you're putting that into a cocktail drink. Wow. So, see, you didn't even list that in the things. That's what I'm saying is you don't even realize how many things you've learned over there. Yeah. Well, that's com- I completely made that up. <laughs> that was a lie. A complete and utter lie. But I'm impressed. I'm impressed that, you know, as I was fishing for what on earth could I say an asshole is that would sound somewhat convincing. <laughs> well, it, it's the hyper specificity that makes a lie. Exactly. Really, really, exactly. really land. Yep. That's what I thought. What's and you did it with it? such ease that makes oh, me scared. I know. It is a bit, uh, <laughs> bit worrisome. That's awesome. Man. Well, all right, well, that was a fun little tangent. But now to the real beyond meat of the of the situation here Let's is the wonderful robert rothko with insane, insane. It's never just easy with you No, I'm second-guessing why you gotta test me Like you wanna find somebody new So tell me what you want me to say And show me what you want me to do Or you just wanna keep playing games Baby, all I want is you So tell me what you want me to say you show me what you want me to do How much you want to show me Just want to drive me insane Baby, all I want is you Used to be I believe we were stronger But you're living your life in the past 
No, I don't know if I can hold on much longer. Don't know if I'm going to last. When you're all in, then nothing. You always want something. It's never just easy with you. No, I'm second guessing why you gotta test me. What is there left for me to prove? Tell me why. So tell me what you want me to say. I want you to show me what you want me to do. can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called The Compliment Corner. Hello, Robert. <laughs> wow. I'm just impressed by that little segue there. Oh, yeah. That's, you, oh, that's right. We didn't have any uh, cues or anything no, when you were back on the show. Uh, well, I've so always lots been... A, lots, you know, lots to show you. Lots, of, lots has changed. Um, I, but the first compliment is... Badass tune there with Insane. Oh, thank you. Thanks for sharing. Yet another banger jammer. Oh, hey, it thanks, slaps. Man. It hits. Thanks, man. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're familiar with that one. You've, uh, I think you've uh, added your uh, percussion talents to, yeah, to tasty, that tune. Uh, tasty licks before. Once before. Yeah, um, man. Well, can I return a compliment at this stage? Or is, well, so I make sure just I have for the, the listeners right. that don't that, that that are maybe new listeners that don't know the game, what we do in the compliment corner is it gives me and my guests a chance to forget how dark and gloomy the world may be, you know, hmm. and it gives us an opportunity to you know just say nice things about each other, you know. So what I'm gonna do, you know, and we can do as much as we want, but the the main goal of the compliment corner is I'm gonna look you in the eye, give you a compliment that I mean, you'll flip it on me, give me a compliment that you mean. And we're both going to walk out of here one compliment heavier at the end of the day. All right. Although it seems like maybe even more compliments heavier. Yeah. We? We're, we've been very, we've been fluffing our pillows since last <laughs> night. <laughs> uh, so I'll go first, okay? I'll, I will compliment you first, which is very easy for me. Um, and I think I want to revisit what we were talking about last night a little bit because I want to, I want it to be frozen in history for all time. You know what I mean? Um, but, you know, you got 
all those guys together for that we were at the studio with last night recording tunes you got us all together originally you know and uh, i think i think that certain people have the ability to get you know gather people around them you know which is a very like it's not like something that you like learn how to do really i don't think that's something that you either have or not you know and you have this uncanny ability to gather really great people around you and especially the ability to lead and get people on like on a shared focus you know and so that's how that's how we all started hanging out together years and years and years ago now but last night was so much fun because i told you this last night was like this idea of uh like we we all hadn't seen each other for so long and we got to hang out but like and i and i was saying how i have had this feeling about when i see hometown friends a bunch of time you know a bunch of times where you go back home and you're in with them and you're like oh man i'm so comfortable like with my hometown friends you know i just mm-hmm. miss them and all that and that last night we all hadn't seen each other for so long and we were all re- kind of it was like a reunion you know and we got to play in the studio together and play music but it was just like this uh, i was just playing percussion and hanging out with everybody and just looking around the room as we were recording in that big live room and just going like man I, like this is how it feels like with hometown for like it just to be around these guys again makes me feel so good and warm and you did that like you created that group of friends you know that was all you man and and then you also created the opportunity last night for us to have that reunion you know so you're i just i really admire that you're that type of person that can garner a bunch of people together in a you know in a in a situation and then make it so positive that we all created lifelong you know relationships like you know from that and that, that's all you man i think that's really admirable and cool and not everybody can do that wow yeah what a great compliment <laughs> thank you <laughs> uh i mean i i feel the same way you know yeah. uh getting together with all all those people that we hung out with and bringing them all together i mean it was really a, a special thing for me because i feel like i had sort of individual relationships with those people in terms of as you said like how i'd met them got to know them and then i'd right. say introduce them and, hey let's let's hang here you know let's let's play some music and um i uh what a gr- what a great compliment uh it was an absolute, you know, I'm just ecstatic that it all worked with everybody's busy lives and their schedules and how it all sort of logistically came together. I wasn't sure how it was all going to Well, that's know, another testament out. to you, man, because we are all crazy busy and it was just, yeah. but like when you called it, was all of us were like, let's make this priority. Let's get mm. it together. Let's make this happen. Like, yeah, that's really cool. That doesn't happen for everybody. You know, it's like, really and not cool. everybody can call that, that kind of group together. And you called a bunch of people together and we're all really like individually busy people, you know, so it's just really well, cool. I'll, I'll pass along a little side compliment, although this isn't the primary one, but just to piggyback off of what you said there, um, at the same time, a, a little piggyback compliment to you, Ryan, for um, helping me with that. Sure. Because you were really helpful. I was like, hey, man, you got some, do you have any suggestions for studios that we could do it at? I haven't been mm-hmm. there in a while. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, you know, I'd like to find someone to, to supplement our, you know, our group with maybe some, some keys and mm-hmm. maybe some extra percussion and stuff like that. Yeah. And like you were right there hitting me up with a list of names, yeah. um, reaching out to people, letting them know the gig. Like, I mean, you, you were a huge facilitator in making all that come together and work as smoothly as it did. So there's a little side compliment there. <laughs> but the main one that I was going to give to you at the beginning of the show... Um, before I was so rudely interrupted, is um, no. Let's not get a twist in that. You were breaking the rules of the show. That's fair. That's that fair. I had not laid out for you it in any way. Your, it is your podcast, and uh, they are your rules. Um, but what I wanted to say is uh, how impressed I am. Since we're talking about, uh, oh, Rupert's got something to add there. Um, <laughs> he just did a little yelp. A little, little yelp. He scratched there. himself and it made a yelp. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I wanted to say how impressed I am with you um, for a lot of things, but for, in particular with your podcast. Thanks, because as, as someone who has been 
a guest early on, you know, number three, as you said, and then yeah. back again um, before I went to Australia and now back here. I've got to see how everything has developed. Yeah. And, you know, being a friend of yours, I got to see as there were hiccups. Sure. You know? yeah. And, you know, where it comes to like, oh, the best space to record it in. And as I mentioned, like when we started out, you were working with a team of other people. Yeah. And I've watched you sort of take the reins because you're, you're so passionate about it and you're so good at it that now you're taking over all these other elements and it's, you know, you're, you're continually learning, you're mm-hmm. developing your skill set and just becoming more of a badass. Yeah. And I see it as it develops and it's like, oh, you've got this, you've got that. I mean, just really impressed with what you did with the artwork for it. I thought it was genius and like the concept and you're super funny and, but, but seeing you take on more and more roles and get hands on with more and more elements of it, um, it's really inspiring. Um, to see how you've, the gear that you've acquired and and just watching you build it up. And also, you know, it's pretty freaking hard to do something, anything like consistently. Yeah. And to see you churning out episode after episode. And, you know, I mean, it's really, really impressive. And I'm I'm just, uh, I'm proud of you for just being such a badass and making that happen, you know, and bringing so many cool people. And another thing, it's a testament how many guests you brought on the show. It's, it's because you're such a a well-connected guy and you know so many people just because you're a really nice guy, (laughs) you know? And as I mentioned with the session, helping with that, introducing people, connecting people. I mean, you're obviously really great at that too, which is why you got a podcast where you bring all these badass musicians on and you chat with them and everything. So, but I just want to say in particular, I'm really impressed Watching how the how the podcast has grown, how it's improved, how you've added all these things to it in the face of of obstacles, as anyone does when they're doing an endeavor such as this, yeah. And also how you've been so hands on with with actually learning more and more and more and adding to your skill set. It's really impressive. Thanks, man. Cheers. That's really ca- you you kind of layered a bunch of little. Compliments I know, on uh, sneaky, uh, <laughs> sneaky there. <laughs> no, but I really appreciate it, man. The podcast is definitely a labor of love, and I love, and it's just so much fun. It's, I I don't have any end in sight at this moment, but it's just so much fun to do. You know, getting to rehang out, and it's it's one of those things too where. It's like we, we knew we were going to get to hang, and it was just like, do you want to do a podcast? It's like a good opportunity just to like force ourselves to sit down and like just chat for a yeah. little bit and like yeah. have some one-on-one time, which is difficult. Like I know you're, you're only here a couple of days, so I don't want to ever monopolize people's time, you know. But it, but at the same time, it's like we, we can get an hour of chilling time here, yeah. and, you know, and do something productive as well. And Totally. Know? So it's super it's fun, and I'm super man. glad you made the time to do it, ma'am. Yeah. And also, you're just very handsome. Never changed. Oh, just a handsome hey man. Hey such now. a handsome man. Hey, now. <laughs> That's <laughs> just a, again, well, right, a good right compliment you, to wrap sir. it up. Right back at you, <laughs> oh, sir. Thanks, man. Uh, well, hey, man. Do you feel better? I feel amazing. Good. Could be all the all the caffeine that I'm drinking. That's as true. Well, you got too. some caffeine yeah, going got for you. Nice, uh, nice little kick there. That's right. Yeah. Um, well, that's been the compliment corner. Now we're gonna go into another game. Are you ready for that? The put down corner. <laughs> Shut up and listen to me. <laughs> Talk about politics. Or something. <laughs> no, he's kidding. Uh, this little game is a little something called From Little Baby to Grown Man. Thank you, thing. From little baby to full grown man. Or a lady. You hated a thing, now you love that thing. Now you're grown up and you want to say thanks to that thing for being a thing. 
So in this game, what we do That's is... That's awesome. I love how I could actually tell as you're singing it, you're like suppressing a laugh. I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> Dude, uh, oh my God. Like, you're not joking, man. I, I tried, uh, It took me forever to, to do it where I could actually do it the whole Get way through, through it. And Lori was outside in the living room just hearing me like crack up. And she's like, what are you doing? And she came in to like hear it. It was just like, this is so ridiculous. She's like, you spend your time in really strange ways, you know? Oh, that's funny. I'm like, well, some people go, you know, the dog park or something. I like to write really ridiculous segment cues from a ridiculous show. Uh, but yeah, so that's this game, what we do is we talk about something um, that we used to hate when we were little boys or little babies, you know? But now, as a full-grown man, we appreciate that thing so much in our lives, and we want to, it gives us a chance to talk about that and then say, hey, thank you, thing, to whatever that is, you know? Mm. It's kind of a show, a show of gratitude in, in the mm. form of a game. Would you like me to go first while you think about it a little bit? Yeah. Or do you have one? I think that I would. Well, I mean, just right off the bat, as I'm a coffee. I that would say is, is mine too. I wrote it no, down. That's what I was gonna. No. Look. It's written down. <laughs> <laughs> coffee is definitely well hey man we're on the same wavelength yeah we you know? sure are um i just proved it to him listener i had it written down i wrote it down of course we did just do a song the other night called coffee true so it could have That's been right. that and you just played that like it was your answer no it's it's literally well i was i was making coffee and thinking how i how we were gonna play this game and i was yep. going like man i hated coffee when it, I, I i didn't start drinking it until i was like 23 24 same 20s yeah man we are so similar yeah in that it was zone. i was i think yeah 24 is when i started drinking yeah. it pretty, it was when i moved out to california yeah i started drinking it do and, you drink it every day now oh man i have a complicated relationship with coffee me too um so currently at the moment i am trying to wean myself okay from it uh because well i live in i'll Melbourne. be honest it doesn't seem like that it doesn't well today <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> well let me explain yeah so Melbourne, first of all, uh, which I guess for all of you, uh, you know, American listeners, um, Melbourne, uh, perhaps yeah. maybe, um, you know, you may recognize that pronunciation, but actually it's, it's pronounced, if you go to Australia, they pronounce it Melbourne. Yeah. Um, I, I've learned. But Melbourne is known, it's world renowned for its coffee. Ooh. So it's not a good place to go if you have a coffee addiction. Yeah. Because yeah. everywhere you uh, everywhere you look around, coffee, coffee, yeah. all times of day. Like, I mean, it's everywhere and it's really delicious. But, um, you know, I, I've actually, you know, you drink so much coffee and then it gets to a stage where you're like, look, I'm really not feeling a kick anymore yeah, right, at all. And right. then it just becomes mm. if I don't drink it. Then I have terrible headaches, uh-huh. and then it just becomes like a crutch. It's like a drug. It know? is, yeah. And then you just start getting withdrawal, and you're like, "Wait a minute!" Like, you know. And then you're just probably consuming that much caffeine is not great for your cortisol levels and stuff. Sure. Anyway, so I'm like, you know what I need to do? I'm actually going to limit it to like a couple days a week. Okay. And just gotcha. enjoy it a few days, and yeah. give the rest of the week to like sort of reset. Yeah. So then when I enjoy it, I can really enjoy it. Yeah. And um, that's kind of where I've been at lately. That's my relationship with it. It's like I use it when I need it. Yeah. I, I don't drink it every day. It's by, the best way to do stretch, it, I think. But, yeah. I, but that's, but, that, and that's my thing. Like, like I, I just, I hated it so much. I thought it was, I didn't like, I didn't really even like the smell of it. I mm-hmm. didn't like coffee ice mm. cream. I was just kind of like, not even the smell. I just, I, I didn't mind the smell, but, but I like, but now I like, I love smelling oh, coffee. Yeah. Around, but so it's like really ele- every element of coffee. I, I'm just such a big fan of now, yeah. and I don't drink it every day, but I but I do drink it like for a purpose. Like yeah. when I'm like, oh my god, I gotta go teach, and I had a gig until yeah, three or whatever, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then then I'm like, I'm down, and you know, as many ounces of coffee as I can get in. Before then you I have can to really 
then it really works. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so I think, that's, the best way to that's do it. That's why I like it. So, uh, yeah. so maybe we both need to say thank you thing to this because it's both of our thing. You know? Yeah. Wow. So, okay. Well, let's do it together. Hey, coffee. Thank, thank you, you thing. thing. <laughs> well, that was a blast. Mm. Never just had, uh, you know, do you have anything else that you want to talk about? We have just kind of combined. We just combined them. Let's move right on. Wow. I'm happy to move on unless you have another thing that you think about that you hated. Let's move on. Okay, let's move on. Let's go to the next game. Okay. This uh, this one is a game. I don't remember if you know this one or not. This is a game called Get Your Dang Butt Out of My Face. When you get involved by the human race, what you gonna say? All right, welcome to Get Your Dang Butt Out of My Face. In this game, you know, this is, it's not a negative game. It's an airing of grievances game, which I think is the true road to positivity. Sometimes you got to get something off your dang chest. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in this game, you and I will talk about something that's been irking our chain. It could be an experience. It could be someone. It could be, you know, big picture. It could be silly. I don't care what it is, as long as it's true to you, something that's been making you mad or frustrating. And we'll talk about that thing, and then it gives you a chance to tell that thing to figuratively get its dang butt out of your face. Yeah. Makes sense? Makes perfect sense. Um, do you have something that you'd like to get off your chest right away? I might let you start. Okay. Mine is kind of a story this this time. Okay. Uh, so sit back. <laughs> um, uh, Zach Boy. Churchill and I were on a gig um, on Saturday night at this, at this place called Hive and Honey. And uh, which we love playing, we play that all the time. And uh, but the but there there was a girl that came in that Zach had met on uh, Bumble, and so so, and she just happened to come there because she had been to she had been to a place right next door uh, for a date, and the guy didn't show up. So she just came over to get a drink at this cool bar and was like, "Oh my gosh, it's that other guy that I met on Bumble or whatever," you know. And so she was like smiling at us and then she came up and introduced herself to him and he was like, "Oh, it's nice to meet you." But like when we play gigs, we we're working, man. Like we, we'll do a full we do 4 hours, but we play for 2 hours, then take a 30 minute break and then where we eat and stuff, and then we do an hour and a half. So it's like we're not really like hanging with people, we're just playing, you know. And uh but like so anyway, there there was she came over, but so she's a single girl having a good time. She came over to have a drink and like see if there's any, you know, potential prospects there. She's, you know, wonderful young lady. She started dancing with people and was like having a fun time, you know, and like ma- making her rounds and just, it was like a nice person. So she started dancing with um random guy uh, that was kind of kind of weird looking, kind of a weird, kind of gave us a creepy vibe. It was, kinda, it was kind of that drunken guy that would come up and dance to us sometimes during the songs. We're like, what's this guy's deal? Yeah. <laughs> so he, I wasn't watching them, but apparently he got kind of aggressive with her on the dance floor. And Ooh. I saw a friend of hers, or, or, not, or like just a random, you know, guy come up and cut in and it was like, kind of escort the guy away. And so, uh, so, and, but then, so when I look back, he was, she was, I just kind of saw that thing where the guy was like kind of getting, like cutting in and getting him out of there. So I was just like, oh, it looked kind of weird. Looked, it felt like a little bit of a tense moment, but I, but then the guy left. So it was like, cool. So then end of the night, we're, uh, we're packing up and all that stuff. And she comes up to me and she's like, hey, you know, it's so nice to meet you. You guys are awesome. It was so much fun. And, I was, and so I was like, yeah, it was just kind of weird. And we were just chatting. I was like, yeah, it was great to meet you. I'm glad you came, like stumbled out here. And, and that's when she told me, she was just like, yeah, she's like, I already told Zach, but it was just, it was just like a, such a bummer of a night. I went on this date, but the guy didn't show up. And so I felt stood up and then I came here and it turned into like this great night. And that guy was just unbeknownst to me was a few steps away. Not the guy that stood up, but the weird guy Yeah, was a couple of steps away and he came up to us and, and he was like, uh, he goes, 
He goes, what? He goes, do not tell this guy, this guy about being stood up by, by another guy, you know, and like, he just came up and interrupted our conversation. And she was like, what? You know, and he yelled, and he yelled, he was yelling at her, you know? And he, he was like, don't ever tell this guy. And he's pointing to me. He's like, don't tell him anything about your life. Like, don't tell him like that you got stood up. He's like, I, he's like, I don't mention the thousands of women that have turned me down <laughs> over the years. And, and he, he's like, you don't look, he's like, don't try to come out of a place of weakness. Like you're strong. Like you've never even been hurt by a man. I've been hurt by so many women. He, he's like, even you treated me horribly tonight. Like, you know, and, and, and so I was just like, hey, man, let's, like, settle down. Like, like, like stop. I, like, I'm start, like, it made me upset, but, I'm, but I, I was just like, all right, kind of putting myself in between them a little bit. Like, get, you can leave. Like, you know, you have no reason to be here. And, and so then, uh, and, he was, and he was like, and he was like, fuck off, man. And I was like, so then I, so, so I'm like looking at him. Get it. Now I'm seeing red. You know, I'm like pissed <laughs> now. And, and she's just like, excuse me. Like, you know, like, you know, I don't, you don't even, I don't even know you. You can walk away. And, and he was like, no, no, no. Let me elevate your life right now. And like, and, and he was like, you don't ever talk. And I just, and so. What a line. <laughs> yeah. And I, would, I had never heard that from anybody. Let me elevate your life and give you some advice. Right now. To her, yeah. And so I, that's when I. I took him by the jacket <laughs> and I said, no, no, no. Let me elevate your life. <laughs> like, if you ever see two people that you don't know talking and they're by themselves, don't ever interrupt them. <laughs> I was like, you need to get the fuck out of here. You know? And I was, I got really mad, you know, and needed to get and Like Zach was like, Whoa, that was so badass. He got like so excited, but I just got angry, you yeah. know? And these type of things happen every once in a while, especially like in bars. But what happens to me is I get angrier and angrier after the thing happens. Like oh, in the moment, yeah. I stay so calm about it, and I just took care of that. And I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" And then I wave security down, and I was like, "Get that guy out of here!" So they escorted him out. Yeah, um, because we're buddies with all the security dudes and stuff, and they're, they're always protecting us from craziness. So, yeah. um, so I was like, "Get him out!" So then she was just like, "Thank you for like," because he was being hyper aggressive and yelling at her and getting in her face and stuff. So. It was just really, but like, so then after the altercation and the guys got him out and stuff, then I just am replaying it in my mind over and over. And so, and I, and I just get angrier and angrier because I'm like, that kind of shit never happens to me, like, or you or like dudes in general. Like, and so I just start getting on this high horse of just like, why are girls lives so different than ours? You know, like, it's not fair. Like, she would just like, you know, like, dude, when you were single, you could go to a bar and try to talk to ladies and you wouldn't get bothered by anybody. Like, you know, you just yeah. go to a bar and have fun. But this girl was just our age, just like dating in the dating scene, wanted to go have a drink and see if, you know, it was she's an independent, strange. cool person, you know, and like, and just, you know, so it, she, there's nothing weird about it for her to be able to go out. But yeah. she, then she gets harassed and like screamed at by a stranger, you know, and like has to be protected by another stranger. And then security had got involved. It was just like, that's bullshit. Like, girls... Like it just sucks. Why do they have to have such shit like yeah. that? You know, so it makes me mad, and I wanted to be very public about that situation. Um, so my you know, the uh, thing this week is not as specific to that guy, but also to any guys that treat girls like that. Fuck you guys, <laughs> and get your dang butt out of my face. Get it out. Isn't that crazy? Uh, do you ever do you, do you have stories like that where you like, see some guys being douches that? that Oh, and then I, it makes you mad. I, yeah, well, and I, and I hear about stories, you know, yeah. all the time that you know, and um, it's just difficult, really, to relate being yeah. a guy. I mean, you can hear about it, and you can understand, but I mean, not not really going through that yourself. There's 
there's so much shit that probably happens like that all the time. And well, like, the frequency that it happens to every girl it. is yeah. crazy. Like it just yeah. girls getting hit on in just ridiculous ways or being antagonized. Things they like have that. to worry about. Can you imagine a girl even... going up to you and saying, "Let me elevate your life right now"? Like I'd probably just laugh, you know. <laughs> like, oh. Be like, uh, okay. But he uh, was, I mean, like sincerely, like he was, he was going to drop some advice on her. But the strange that would make her a good human, a better human. You but know, the strange thing about all of this, if yeah, um, if I may say, is I don't really understand what what he was getting at. Like at first, well, he was describing a it, drunk asshole. At like first, it's like he 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 likes her and he wants to dance with her, right? And then secondly, he's like. No, no, no! Don't, don't say that a guy ever did that to you because you're strong. Almost like he's trying to empower her. Right. But then he's saying, no, 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 because I've actually done this. So then he was like playing the victim, like you don't understand, like you don't get it, like I yeah. do. And then he was saying, oh, now, like, let me help you. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> like, he was just all well, over. He was the all place. over the. Well, shop. he was like drunk and pr- probably some some kind of drug as, as well. Yeah. He was like a weird dude, but but it was it, like it just how hyper aggressive aggressive it was. Really, like when it's just it makes no sense to me. I'm like, yeah. what are you, dude? It's like I don't even get that mad when I'm like righteously mad about something, you know? I like think maybe just yelling, yelling at people you know? and being I a dick like know. that. Just... He did say he was turned down by thousands of women, you know. Turned on by thousands. Turned of down. Oh, turned down. Oh yeah. Which well, when he said that originally, I was like, that's pretty dramatic. But then wow. after that scene, that he did, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I was I like, could, oh yeah, I if you do that to three or four women a night for a couple of years, yeah, you can rack up a few thousand <laughs> denials and turndowns <laughs> if you're just a freaky asshole all the time. But yeah, wow. so that that guy was an asshole, and you know, wow. I've told him what to do. You know? Yeah, get their dang butt out of my face. And any guys like that, you suck. Agreed. Well, that's mine. Sorry, that's a little bit long. Normally, I try to keep it more succinct, but this is just kind of fresh on my mind. No, that's good. And well, I we wanted save to time with the, with the. Uh, that's true. You know, so that's right. So, um, but yeah, that was just you know, it's one of those things where I'm like, I want I want stories like that to be told too. You know, I think I think yeah. it's important. Especially like you said, it's like you, like guys just don't really have a frame of reference for how often that happens. No, because when you go out to eat or drink or whatever, maybe once a week or twice a week or something. Like you're not getting that. That's that never happens to you. Yeah. So it's hard to believe that every time a girl goes out, they're potentially, you know, gonna have some weird altercation with a weird douchey guy. If, if especially if they're in the dating scene and stuff, it's different if you're, you know, you know, with somebody and you only really go out with your husband or your, you know, your your significant other or whatever. But, but yeah. if you're in the dating scene, like a single girl, like you know, you going out with some friends or going out by yourself, like. You kind of it sucks that they, like you shouldn't be asking for trouble yeah. by wanting to go have a drink like yeah it's you know, just crazy yeah but yeah yeah that's a good one I could I could um expound upon that as well with some additional stories but yeah. uh, to balance that out I will keep mine um I'll share mine a bit, a bit more lighthearted I suppose okay but my my one is um let's say you're hanging out with a friend or you're with a buddy or something like that you're just okay. like hey we're you know we're what are you up to tonight oh you know we're gonna see a movie with this you know and me and my girlfriend or whatever and we're doing this oh cool well we're good we're actually gonna be getting some drinks later on we'll be hanging out here later on like when you guys finish your movie you should totally come out and join us you know? yeah, yeah, oh, yeah 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 and they're like oh yeah totally 100 percent. like we'll do it you know like we're there like 100 percent. you know sure and then like the and then you know the movie ends and you're like oh, okay they should be out in the movie like give them a call like hey guys are you coming over like what you know this is where we're at and they're like oh you know like we, we ah man I just kind of have like this headache like i'm not like feeling great you know and it's just like they're like oh yeah i think we're gonna pass you're like you, you said a hundred percent like <laughs> like you you, you could have said 65 yeah give me yeah you could have like i mean you know like you could have even like 
68.2. Like you have this whole spectrum to choose from. Yeah. And you went straight to 100%. Like 100% basically means like you could have died yeah. and you will still be there. I'll haunt the bar that you're You'll haunt at. the bar that I'm going to be at. How like, much I'm coming. Like I'm not even 100% sure that we're not in a video game right now. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, yeah. like someone's dream world or whatever. But like yeah. they come on a hard like 100%. Like, whoa. Ooh. You know, and then it's like, ah, oh, yeah, I don't know. Like my head is this. Yeah, thing. be specific, yeah. right? Use words correctly. Like you know, consider your probability. You know, when yeah. you put that out there. Like if it's you know sixty-two, then say sixty-two. You know, just stop saying one hundred percent. Like one hundred percent, man. That is, you know, that means something. Yeah. You know, like you've got this whole range to choose Ooh. from. You don't have to yep. jump right from zero to hundred. I I I have a very specific story where I, <laughs> where this happened kind of recently to Lori and I. Um, it, it wasn't a hangout situation. It was like a. Yeah. It was it's kind of different, but like it was that mm. thing of somebody telling us they were going to do something. And I was just like, dude, you don't have to do that. Like, don't. I, it, it, that makes us really excited that you're going to do that for us. But but like, I understand how this can happen. Like you know, like once you're there and it's this and this, you know, like, yeah, like yeah, it yeah, might be yeah. difficult. No, 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 we're gonna. No, no, for sure. And then sure. on the day, you get a call. It's like, hey man, sorry, the plans changed. And I was like, I told you not to tell you me. Had you had it out, man. <laughs> like, just take, like, yeah. Like, I hate that. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. hundred percenters. Yeah, the hundred percenters, man. Come well, on. tell them what to do, man. Get your dang butt out of my face. That's right. Man, does that feel better? Uh, I feel better now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any more? Did you want? Did you want to say any more? You said you had more stories to expound upon, oh, but that was the I other was, one. But I, but I, you can do whatever you want. about yours, but I was just gonna say, going along with that, and and what some of the the bullshit that women have to put up with, you yeah. Know? Um, and of course, I hear stories from you know my wife and yeah. either what she's gone through or her friends or you know whatever. But it's like another thing too. I feel like in um, in today's world, in so many industries, um, it really women are. It's such an important part of them um, to be successful. It's based on how they look. Yeah, so right. much of that is mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and I feel like women have a lot of pressure to um, to look the part. You know, especially if they're in an industry where there's a lot of guys around or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I certainly know from like the film industry and you know things like that, just from stories that my wife has shared and stuff. And there's all this pressure, and um, and then when when you know they they try to look good and look presentable and like you know, whatever then it's like then then guys mercilessly like hit on them yeah you know because they're like that and it's like then if they're not receptive then it's like then they can just be no, like know. they're then they're a tease or something yeah, you know? and it's like no yeah, exactly. i'm just living and it's my like life. they're just trying to like you know like <laughs> shit you know like look presentable like there's yeah. all these pressures that are put on them yeah and then they have to deal with all this and then like if someone you know, someone gets rejected. They're like, oh, no, no, no. Like, I'm just trying to keep professional. And then it's like, they'll get shut out. Yeah. You know, like a lot of times you're like, oh, well, you know, like guys are rejected. Then they're just like, oh, they just want to like mm-hmm. nothing to do with that woman and stuff. It's like, it's such a hard place for yeah. women to be, you know? And yeah. in so sucks. many, so many different industries like that, there's just such pressure for them to um, play a certain part. You know? And it's not even industry. It's just like going shopping, you know, or like, <laughs> you know, go like and like make sure you're photo ready to go to the grocery store. Or uh, see, you know, and well, then, I mean, then that, get and harassed then, well, at the store. You yeah, know? exactly. Like, you know, we, like, we, we put all of these um, pressures and expectations on them that they just look, you know, presentable and beautiful and this and all the time and like that they're all constantly, you know, whatever. And then, yeah, and then they get hit on because they look good. And it's just like, well, you know, that's not it's a tough it's a tough situation. I think yeah. that they're that they're in and hopefully it it's getting better i hope but yeah, yeah I, I just piggybacking off of what you say and just so many things that women have to go through that we don't even 
stop and think about really just not even like aware of yeah which is a privilege to not have to you know like just like when you realize that you haven't realized that you're just like oh man jeez like my life's been (laughs) yeah you're like god all the bullshit i have to deal with and then they've got that on top of it like how the the fuck do they even you know do anything you know that sucks man yeah anyway well that's been get Get your your dang dang butt butt out of my my face All right, Matt. Well, we're coming to the end of the show, so we just have a few more things to do. But I think before we do that, uh, we wanted to share one more track, uh, and this is the acoustic version of a tune that we also did last night for yes. a band. Yes. But we're going to share the acoustic version of a tune called "I Can't Wait." Ooh. Do you want to say anything about this tune, or sure. the, you know what what it means yeah. to you, or anything like that? Sure, I will. Yeah. So I actually um, I wrote this song uh, when I was living apart from my now wife when I was living in Los Angeles and she was in Australia. That's we, right. We I remember this portion of time. Portion of time it was about a year where um, you know we were doing the long distance thing, and you know it was quite challenging. I mean, yeah. Also, not really sure you know what was going to happen if I was going to move there if we were going to keep this relationship going. I mean, it was at a very um, yeah sort of tumultuous hard. time. You yeah. know, a lot of things up in the air, trying to figure out. What, you know what the way forward was and um i remember this song came i wrote shortly after we sort of decided like this is what's going to happen i'm going to be moving out we had worked it out all out you have to look into visas and like yeah. how can we make this work like long term what could i possibly be eligible for yeah anyway we had sort of like worked it out and it was finally you know we we're like okay cool we had a date and like we started planning it so um i wrote this song and um, i think at the at that particular point in time, I think that we were in some sort of a fight or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's because I was coming out later than, you know, she wanted me to or right. whatever it was. But I remember I wrote her this song and um, her favorite style of music is reggae, which nice. is um, what we actually did last night. We did some yeah. reggae tunes. But I wrote her this song and I sent it to her mm-hmm. and she loved it. So yeah. this is a song just about, I can't, it's called I Can't Wait. And it's just about me being able to, to be with her again and moving out to Australia. Nice. Beautiful, yeah, man. Start my li- new life with her. All right. Well, then here's Robert Rothko's I Can't Wait. You're the one always 
Nobody ever gets me down in the way that you do Well, lights a fire in me Oh, and every day and every night I just wanna hold you tight And feel your body close to mine Oh, I can't wait to see you again can't wait to be with you again Oh, I just cannot wait to see you again Just can't wait to be with you again ba 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 da 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 yeah, yeah Oh, 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 oh badass music oh my pleasure it's such, it's such a treat to get to feature you and all that you do instead of just you know just our little chat you know on the third episode of the ryan a super strong podcast it is a it is a sincere pleasure yeah man um so yeah uh, so th- i have one last question basically that's uh, kind of two parts but everybody gets it you mm-hmm. know and uh you know the, the nice sound effects there that's really <laughs> convincing a loud leaf blower or something outside. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just try to go through the pain of listening to that. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, so yeah, the last you know the, the name of the show is Ryan is super strong. You mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. Um, so my my question is simply keeping in mind that there's so many types of strength, whether it be physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, all these different things that end in ekol or uwol. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's all these types of strength, but my question for my guests is just simply, hey, are you super strong? No. Ooh, surprise answer. No. Surprising answer from a surprising guest. <laughs> I, can't, well, I like sure that what answer. I, well, I'm not so, sure what I said uh, on the third episode if I was asked Yeah, that no, it makes me not. curious and I want to go look. I want to go find out. Yeah, I don't know. But the so first of all, I'd like you to explain what you mean a little bit. And also, um because like I like that answer because you're being honest, you looked me right in the eye and thought about it and just said no. As and I'm assuming it's because there's some growth that you're de- that you're desiring personal growth and many um, you know many forms of strength I'm assuming. But maybe you know so maybe you can explain that and in doing so kind of give some advice to the listeners who might be relating to you on how to work on themselves, you know, and how to get mm. that super strength, you know, and they can mm. use it kind of as as a mantra. For this week until next week's guest comes in and does the same. Well, that's a lot of pressure that you just put on me there, Ryan. So, but it's a, uh, it's a friendly <laughs> pressure. 
<laughs> for someone who's not super strong, I'm feeling I'm feeling that pressure. Pretty okay, hard. <laughs> that's a good point. Um, yeah, I guess I would say that um, uh, you know it seems like um, I suppose as far as growth goes. I mean, there's there's always more to more to learn and and you know more to more growth that can happen there and, and i think moving to another country and um having a bit of a different perspective and mm. you know i just feel like it just to me it shows how much i don't know yeah and how, how very limited my world view has has been you know and um i think it just shows that there's a lot of um it's exciting really there's a lot of sort of potential to to learn more and and keep expanding and keep growing and um plus i haven't uh i haven't yet bench pressed a car which i feel like would probably on your to-do list that's on my to-do list so i feel once i once i hit that threshold i could start talking about the super strength you know um, with some credibility but no i guess in all you know i just feel that um i think as i go through life I continue to see um, more and more inadequacies sure. with myself. Yeah, but I don't mean that in a negative way. Right. It's just I think yeah. that you 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 learn. Um, oh wow. Okay. I thought I I thought I knew this. Oh, there's some there's some work that I can do on this, or I can yeah. get better at this, or I can understand this a little bit more deeply. So for me, I would say that it. Uh, I'm not super strong, but I would say that that is actually a. Um, it's a good thing mm-hmm. because I think that. Here's my tidbit of wisdom. I think that true happiness stems from growth. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's about attaining anything. I think it's about developing and growing as a person. And I think that no matter what stage of your life you're at, if you're growing, if you're moving forward, you're going to feel fulfilled. Yeah. And I think that that is the source of, of happiness, really. Yeah. And so if you are not super strong... Um, that gives you somewhere to go and on your on your adventure of becoming more strong is in in all different ways um i think that that is what living and being human is all about is recognizing our our flaws or our weaknesses and uh working on those to become you know become better so and i think that 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 uh, pursuit is um is what brings us happiness yeah i like that man and and I'll just take a second to acknowledge the fact that it's like when like you know, I I personally think the fact that you've noticed like when you go to a different country, you live in a different amongst other people that have different upbringings, different culture, and you and that and that makes you realize wow like I you know there's so much in the world that I don't know that is a sign of strength to me. It's like you know and that like you know, there's such a difficulty, and not just in this country, but any I think anybody that stays in their own zone for their whole life. You know, like it's, there's such a difficult uh, thing to understand without actually traveling, without actually trying to live somewhere else. But to have that actual true global perspective, you, you just don't get that from staying in your, you know, you know, few block radius or whatever. It's just how it goes. Yeah, yeah. And and I think it's re- it's it's uncomfortable to change your surroundings. Like it's not a fun yeah. thing, you know, necessarily. Like everybody likes that comfort. Yeah. Creature comforts are just like the comfort of having your friends or family nearby. Yeah. So moving away and taking a huge leap like that is it makes you realize your weaknesses <laughs> in a quick in a quick fashion, which ultimately ends up making you extremely strong. Yeah. So I think that so I so even though you talk about it as 
a weakness, you know, and like how that's positive. I still really think it's a, big, a huge strength in you. <laughs> you oh, well, know? thank you. I think it's a very big sign of strength. Well, I suppose recognizing your weaknesses is a is a big strength. Exactly, it's a huge virtue, my friend. Yeah. And you're full of virtues in my book, oh. my friend. <laughs> full of something (laughs) exactly man well hey you know uh the last thing we do you know thanks so much for being here and sharing music it's been so awesome to reconnect and hang out for we've been hanging out basically for like 24 hours at this point you know just chilling and working (laughs) and doing our thing yeah um but um i just want to uh the last thing we do kind of is like uh is plugs you know so where can people check you out where's your instagram your youtube stuff buy albums oh, yeah. they can buy sure website you know what can people look out for you're in you'll by the time this airs you'll be back in melbourne right yeah that's it yep so that so maybe i don't know if you know of any shows or anything like that that you might have but just you know plug stuff where can people follow you and check you out oh yeah okay well yeah i guess keeping in mind we're filming this in december and this will be airing probably in march um a few things uh one is um there's going to be a a movie coming out next year Mm -hmm. and i think it will if i'm not mistaken the movie will probably be coming out shortly after this airs i believe okay and it's called the very excellent mr dundee Ooh, yeah and it's a it's a new crocodile dundee movie actually that's right is that the one with uh um Who's who's all in that? That's Paul Hogan. A, yeah, Paul Hogan. Yeah, yeah Paul, I, I saw of that. Was, yeah, he's I, saw, the star. I think I saw something about it. Yeah. Yep. Like, so that's going to be coming out, and um, it's actually a a movie about making another Crocodile Dundee movie. So oh, rather awesome. than a continuation of in, in the series, yeah, it's actually Paul Hogan playing himself. That's and, awesome. And everyone's trying to get him to make another Crocodile Dundee movie, and he's like, no, 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 no. And they're proposing all these preposterous ideas to him. And anyway, it's sort of a kind of a comedy of errors it's really funny yeah anyway i i had the privilege of being involved in that sweet and i'm actually um the uh if you're familiar with animal house as uh-huh, i'm sure you probably are yeah. um you might be familiar with the cherry song uh-huh. which is a, a a quite an old tune um known to be just a, a ridiculous song and yeah. in fact the guy playing the guitar in animal house where uh where you know um he takes the guitar and smashes it, you know? Yeah. I believe he was playing the cherry song. So yeah. it has a, sort of a illustrious history of just being a ridiculous song. Yeah. Anyway, I, I'm actually singing that song in the movie. That's awesome. I'm not in, I'm not in it, but um, you may know um, the actor Jacob Elordi. He's a really talented um, Australian actor, and he's been in a lot of, a lot of things lately. And um definitely on the on the rise. Had a chance to, to hang with him a little bit. Really cool guy and really, really talented Um really talented actor mm-hmm. and i'm his voice that's awesome. in the movie yeah so he's actually performing the cherry song and um i'm actually singing <laughs> so awesome. i had a chance to see like the the cut of it and i gotta tell you it's a very it's a very odd thing to <laughs> see someone else and hear your hear voice your voice uh, yeah coming out of that and then playing the guitar and anyway that was a really cool experience being a part of that movie so when that comes out uh definitely go check it out my wife um did the casting for it and we we both have a couple little cameos in it but yeah. we're both uh involved with that movie and it's it's going to be really funny and that that'll oh, be i can't out, wait so. to see that yeah that's great so that that that's cool um other places to check me out uh i mean my website it's super easy it's just uh com. you can check me out on instagram of course um youtube channel um, another great place to, to check me out too is uh, my Triple J website, Ooh. which uh, Triple J is uh, it's a fantastic, really really cool radio station in Australia, and um, it's 
very, very popular. It's um, really catered to independent musicians nice. and sort of kind of up, up and coming artists and, and that sort of thing. It's a great platform for artists to, to get exposed. And uh, so many artists um, over there have actually gone through Triple J. Uh, it's, it's just really supportive. They're really 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 support and encourage local music it's just it's it's really awesome so anyway i've got i've got my own uh triple j unearthed page and um if you want to have a have a listen over there i've got some tracks uploaded there too so those would probably the be the best places to to check me out of course i've i've done the tracks with you just yeah. last night we recorded those so hopefully those will be um you know if not already released um ready to go Available shortly in some way soon. exactly yeah. exactly but of course spotify as well i'm on spotify um apple music um sort of all the the normal mediums you know That's if you awesome, just uh, if you just google robert rothko music um you'll you'll see everything you need to see hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah man well dude thank you so much for coming on the show man it's awesome to have you um i, I in the form of plugs i always take this moment to uh plug chad coleman who did the art for the show chris hackman who helped me with the intro and outro music of this show, and they've both been on the show. They're wonderful gentlemen. The Instagram is Ryan is super strong. The Twitter is at super strong Ryan. You can email at Ryan is super strong at gmail.com. And, and uh, we have a Facebook page as well. If you want to be part of that community and see other pictures and see what the guests look like, you can see Rupert, you can see what drinks we're drinking, <laughs> all that type of stuff. Check out those things. You want to be part of the community. And most of all, if you like this show, which I, uh, you know, I'm assuming you like, Something about it if you've lost it all the way to the end of the show. Um, I really appreciate it if you go to Apple Podcasts and get on there, subscribe, and uh, you know, give us a five-star rating and, re- and leave some kind of review. There's a bunch of reviews out there. I appreciate them all. They, there's so many ridiculous, crazy ones, and I love it. Uh, so please do that. It helps the show grow uh, all over the world. And, you know, and, and each time that happens and the show grows, all that means is more listeners get to hear about my badass guests like Robert Rothko here. Woo! One of my old friends, man. Fellow Hoosier. I didn't that's mention it. that earlier. Fellow Hoosier. Fellow Hoosier. Oh, did you hear? I just said, that's it. Oh, you did. Yeah, little, you used it right there. You yeah, proved little, it. Uh, you proved there. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. All right, man. Well, that is it. That's the end of the show. And the last thing that I do is I always talk to one listener or a group of listeners and I try to get them to up their game in some way. Uh, today's no different. And I will start right now. All right. This week, guys, you know, we got on a tangent about this earlier, but it just it just deserves being brought up again. Guys that are douchebags to women. Fuck you guys. <laughs> You're, I know that there's some of you listening to this podcast right now. There has to be. Because, you know, it just happens, right? Am I right, Robert? That yes. just happens randomly. Guys are just douchey to women. And we're not for that. You know, you got to listen to the advice of someone like Robert Rothko here. You know, admit you're weak. In some ways, and and this this way we're talking about specifically, is how you treat other people, you know, and it's very stupid and it's lame and we hate it. It also makes you know, like in a, in a gigging situation, it makes it shitty for us when we're at work. I mean, and then the security has to do their job and that sucks. You're basically having all these people that are working and doing all this other stuff that have to now cater to you being an asshole, <laughs> and we hate that. We so hate it. beyond you know the games we play and stuff, I just wanted to take this moment to. To reinvigorate everyone to acknowledge when that stuff's happening around you and help try to make it stop. It sucks. We hate that shit. And for you guys, if you're one of those guys that does that, you need to stop doing that shit. You need to listen to the advice of someone like Robert Rothko here. Then go back in the archive of Ryan is Super Strong and listen to all the great advice from my badass guests. And if you do that, maybe one day you'll be super strong too. Just like 
Ryan. <laughs>